Thank you so much for joining in to today's podcast from Caleb Perkins Ministry. We pray that today's podcast will be uplifting and encouraging in your walk with the Lord. Now here's today's podcast. What's going on, everybody? Got me and Josh in the studio today. Hey, it's good to be back. It is. Yeah. For this year. Ha ha. Ha. New Year's joke. Anyway. Yeah. This is the first podcast uh, coming back from the new year. Yes, it is. And uh, pretty excited to be back at it again in the studio. Me and Josh have been contemplating and talking about a variety of topics. and A plethora of topics, you could a say. A plethora. <laughs> Would you say that you have a plethora of piñatas? <laughs> no? I got all the piñatas. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's got the sugar in it. It does. All the candies. Anyway. Yeah. So... Uh, today's topic, we're going to be talking about process. Mm-hmm. What uh, about process, Josh? What basically, uh, it's like uh, respecting the process. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the thing about the process, uh, like when we talk about the process, right, it's uh, talking about things that we cannot see or understand, so it's like behind the curtain, so to speak. Right, gotcha. And mm-hmm. I think human beings hate it when you say, you know, it's a process because yeah, it's a process. they don't uh, they don't understand it. They don't know what's going on. They're actually out of the loop. Right? right. Yeah. And and it's different in your walk with Christ uh, and having that process than say farming. Right. Like a farmer knows when they put the seed in the ground, they cover it, they water it, they know an ex an expected harvest time, right? In um, your walk with the Lord uh, through discipleship, uh, you don't always get the, you know, the times and the season on when you're going to walk in your harvest. You might be in the process and be right at the end of it, or you're in the unknown, right? You don't know when. Like, you don't know how long that is going to last. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, the farmer knows he planted seed. Right, yeah. And and he knows it's in there. He knows it's in there, exactly. But uh, I think and he can even see the development of it, right? Mm-hmm. Oh he can yeah, start seeing it sprout out. Mm-hmm. He can be like, okay, this is looking good. Mm-hmm. You know, this is how we're doing things. Yeah. With your walk, there's a lot of times in your uh, with your personal devotion with Christ that you are on this journey, and you don't know what is around the other corner. What is that next step that he has you? Um, to take, and I think the unknown is what is frightening to people. Well, yeah, because like. So, for example, you hear people that talk about they pray to God, right? Yeah. And they, they listen to God, right? But, like, mm-hmm. when you talk about the unknown, right, like it, the process of, like, you don't know what the future is going to hold, right? And you're mm-hmm. like, I don't know if that's, like, head knowledge or God told, spoke something into into my into my heart. Right. I don't know if it's me thinking or God talking to me, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and everybody's afraid about messing up. Right, yeah. So it's like... I think the fear of failure probably hinders people from stepping out the most anyway. I know that that probably is a whole nother <laughs> podcast, right? Yeah. Anyways, but no, I mean, you know, when you think about evangelism or mm-hmm. you think about the process that God has you in, mm-hmm. right? The Like, what if I fail? And it's, it, it's like, but God's calling you into it. Mm-hmm. And you need him to be able to fulfill whatever it is he's calling you into anyway. Yeah. That's yeah. kind of the point of the gospel. Right? Well, yeah. You, but- you need him. You yeah, but e- but even if you fail, though, it's a great story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you just need to look at it like it's going to be a great story either way, right? But like, what if the plan actually was to fall? That's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, 
and not I'm not sitting there saying nor am I condoning any form of type of sin. I know when people think of fall they think of that. Mm-hmm. But I'm talking about like yeah. what if the objective like God knew beforehand that you were going to do something. Say the Holy Spirit uh, convicts you or or lays on your heart to go and minister to an individual the Lord ultimately knows what you're going to do, and out of either you say it being resistant or not actually doing that appropriately mm-hmm. like he was telling you to do it, mm-hmm. he knew you were going to respond in that way, and then therefore it led you to another divine appointment that you were able to walk into. I know that's really complex, but yeah. I mean, honestly, it's not just like one plus one is two mm. in, when you're talking about devotion and the process. Well, I, I could, I could, I could simplify what you just said. Yeah, go easier ahead. than that. Okay. Uh, sometimes God will tell you to go through things that's going to suck. Yeah. Like, I, why I would can, you do that? I, I can say suck, right? Yeah, sure. Okay. You, you already did it twice. So. Really? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what I mean, right? Uh, yeah. So it's like mm-hmm. embrace it. Yeah. It, right. So it's like. God don't tell you all the steps because if he told you how everything was going to be, yeah. you wouldn't take the first one. Right. Right? Yeah. So it's like, so if, if God told you the complete journey, why would you even take it? Because you're like, I don't yeah. know. Be like, I can start off pretty strong, but that middle section, if mm-hmm. I can avoid that middle section, yeah, um, then, then, then I'll do it. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so... We were talking about this earlier, right? And I was talking to you about olive oil, yep. right? Mm-hmm. Olive oil is a great oil. Yeah. But it it, it requires pressure on the yep. olive yeah, for it, has it to, to happen. Pressed. It yeah. has to be pressed, mm-hmm. right? Placed under pressure. Exactly. Yeah. The olive doesn't want to be pressed. Nope. But, but look, because it has pressure on it, it's mm-hmm. able to create such a, a wonderful type of oil. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, the, and so in that embracing the process like i think everybody knows that you know god has a a journey or a process for them to step mm-hmm. into yeah. i think that knowing that whether or not it's going to be good i guess we'll say good or bad right yeah like because there are parts in your process that are not fun and they're not pleasant yeah and just like you said they're kind of sucky yeah and i think that if you're not a mature believer and you've been told hey, your life's going to be filled with rainbows and daisies and mm-hmm. you're going to live your best life now and you're going to do all these things like that, uh, then when adversity comes, you're you're going to be knocked off of your base because the whole point is to grow in the devotion with Christ. And that way when it does happen, the storm comes, the persecutions come, the trials come, you're able to weather those things. Yeah, I think that's I think that's the the reason for the pressure in the first place mm-hmm. is is that you need to be familiar with adversity. Yeah, uh, and uh, with pressure, uh, pressure is just enough. Yeah, it doesn't break you. Mm-hmm. It just pressures you. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it just it just makes you heavy. Yeah, like okay, so well, if you think about weightlifting, yeah, right. So you put on a you put on weights and the more you lift it yeah it hurts but then you're actually tearing and rebuilding muscle mm-hmm. and then you be- develop strength and then over a period of time over a process you then thereby get stronger. Yes. In the same way when you are being tested or tempted or going through persecutions or trials uh, the more that you are able to press those things, mm-hmm. right, you're able to push them, right, yep. and uh, go through them to withstand them, to survive through them, it makes you a harder, more gritty person. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, if you think about the first century Christian versus today, 
I mean, there's no comparison. You know what I mean? Not really. I mean, and I'm even speaking for myself. Yeah. Okay. I mean, they're being lit on fire to light gardens. Like that's that's the state at at which the first century church was mm-hmm. at. Like they're being hunted down, persecuted, and it's like I know people that during COVID they fell apart like a two dollar watch, and so it's like, what? Yeah. Oh, okay, you can't be together, and they're like, oh, okay, well. I don't know what to do. And it's like, bro, you ain't well, being lit on well, fire. Especially you like that first part of COVID. You're not being killed. You when know? everybody was like, everybody's dying. Yeah. Like everybody's dying. Mm-hmm. Like if if you sneezed, yeah. people were like, you just gave me the illness. You killed me. You killed me. How <laughs> dare you? You <laughs> yeah. executioner, you. No, I mean, I've but seen sure. people. Is flip. that too political? No, I've seen so people like gonna, legitimately. Can we talk about it now? I think we're two years mm, in. I think it's maybe yeah, on the third year. Yeah. I think, hey, start the January off with. You remember those last two years? Oh, yeah. Crazy, yeah. wasn't it? Absolutely. Crazy. Yeah. <clears throat> Crazy. Well, I think when you're on your fourth booster, it's, yeah, it's okay. okay to talk about. Yeah, can like, you? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we'll just see if this gets stricken. <laughs> we'll just keep going. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're so funny. Yeah, but. Uh, but I, I find that, um, you know, since we do these podcasts anyway for, uh, you know, practical application of, of everyday life. Yeah. Uh, when you are pressured, there mm-hmm. are a few key things that you should look out for. Right. right. Or that mm-hmm. you should uh, prepare for. Yeah. Uh, you should have y- your circle of influence needs to be the st- strongest people around you. Yeah. Because. Sometimes you don't think you can bear the weight mm-hmm. at the time that pressure's happening. Yeah. And so you need people around you to be like, hey, you got this. This is just a season. Y- you can get through this. Right. Um, I don't I don't necessarily subscribe to uh, telling people, you know, God will only give you as much as he you can handle. I, I feel like you should tell them after that. But but during the time you don't wanna you shouldn't say anything like that. Yeah. Do, do you know what I mean? Because right. I know when I was going through my time in the wilderness, because I've been in the wilderness several times, right? I didn't want to hear anything like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, absolutely. I mean, you know, when you think about it, I think you've got both uh, good seasons, right? And Or you're going through a process, and it's like, I think that as a, as a Christian, you're already got the mindset, hey, I'm going to embrace the suck. There's going to be storms and adversities and difficulties that's going to hit me. The, the I think the season that's actually the most difficult in your life is a season or a process of ease, like walking mm-hmm. in that. Like to me, I'm a hypervigilant type of individual. So I'm like, wait, there's not a battle going on right now. There's not a war. There's not an adversity. There's not a persecution right now. Like that weirds me out. Mm-hmm. I'm like, it's too calm. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And, yeah. and I would say probably, and I know ministers that are like that too. They're like, Hey, you know, I have this opportunity or I have this time to go on a vacation or whatever mm-hmm. with my family. And yeah. then they're like, no, I need to be like out there, you know, preaching the gospel, going underneath razor wire to, you mm-hmm. know, go and bring these Bibles into this area. And it's like, no, actually, God wants you to rest and wants you to refit and to connect with your family. And that is probably actually a more difficult process for a lot of mature believers. I could see that because you know you, what I mean? you're dealing with your own, th- your own stuff. Yeah. You know, you're, like you're, it's personal. Yeah, yeah, it's in-house. Right. Uh, I tell you what I find interesting about uh, about what we were just talking about, like mm-hmm. the good seasons and bad seasons, yeah. processing and stuff. Is you know, human beings are fickle creatures. Yeah. Okay. So mm-hmm. it's like when you're going through uh, the, your difficult times, right? Uh, sometimes it's easy to get stuck in the mindset of, well, 
this is my life now. Right. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Right. And, and, and that that's what makes a good season or a good uh, period of your time feel weird. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. you're so used to it being like, well, no. Well, okay. Now I made it through that one. Yeah. Be like, you get used to that. Yeah. And then, 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 then you have the other side, which was you, mm-hmm. talking about good season. You're like, yeah. mm, it's the calm before the storm. Right. Yeah. How? What like, am I missing? What am I supposed to prepare for? Yeah. Right what, now? Because it's about to it's about to go down. It's, so <laughs> so instead of you actually enjoying the good season. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You're so focused on when's the next when's bad the one? next one. Yeah. yeah and just yeah. not enjoying. Just it. waiting. Yeah. Just wait. Yeah. For enjoy it. the enjoy yeah. the journey. And both of right? those can be issues. Issues. Right. Absolutely. Because you're not taking that mm-hmm. process and that portion of where you're at. Yeah. And I know a lot of people. You know, and we do focus on. The difficulties more because a lot of people don't preach on that. But what about those good times that it's like, all right, God's given you a window to enjoy it, okay? And, but can you in those moments? And I think that uh, Peter and the Apostle Paul mm-hmm. and stuff, when they were having fellowship with one another, like they enjoyed those moments. They enjoyed having that that time with one another. You know, mm-hmm. where the Apostle Paul would say. You know, my prayer is for the church night and day, and he would speak about specific churches and about those people that he sowed into. Yes, it's semi-still ministry, but mm-hmm. we're a part of a big family. And when you think of it, your life like that, um, it, you've got to be okay in the highs and the lows and yeah. everywhere in between. Yeah. Uh, also, I don't think earlier I I said the second thing. I, I just got on the first thing. But the mm-hmm. second thing is when you're under pressure— is if if you feel like you can't bear the weight, right? Yeah. You that's when you should pray more. Yeah. For guidance mm-hmm. and instruction. Right. Well, you know, James tells us if we if we lack understanding in those times that we need to seek him and he would be just and faithful to to uh reveal to us of those things that we lack. How easy is it though that we forget that? Yeah. How easy. I mean, cuz when you're in the middle of it, you don't you don't think about it. Mm-hmm. You know, you get so busy or you get so distracted and you're like, oh, well, I'm doing this. This is what God told me. And it's like, but in those moments, he still wants you to seek him. Right. Oh, yeah. He still wants you to engage with him. I do want to read this verse here in um, Ephesians chapter two, verse eight. It says, for by grace, you have been saved through faith and that not of yourself. It is a gift from God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. And then verse 10, for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God has prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. And I think it's important here in verse 10 that we know that good works doesn't mean easy works. Man, get out of my head. I was just about to do that. I know. I was picking it up. All the time. I I felt that's what Mm. you were going to say. Oh, man. I was going to say it before he does. I was just like, is there anything in there? I think even in the Amplified, it doesn't say anything about easy at all. It just says good works, right? Like, okay, for example, we do blades, right? Uh, we can we can turn a crap piece of metal. Can I say crap? Yeah, you I did just, twice. I, or twice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're on so, a roll tonight. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. So you can take a crap piece of metal. Yeah, that's three times. And then you can beat the dog out of it, mm-hmm. and then it turns out to be a useful. For it, those listening, uh, bladesmithing, there's not normally dogs in metal, but <laughs> when we find a piece of metal that we're restoring, there is a dog in it. Okay, it's a rusty <laughs> one. We beat it out. We beat it out of it. <laughs> We do not con- we do uh no animals yeah. were no harmed animals during were this harmed. taping. It's a metaphorical rusty dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but uh but um oh man you 
again, lost my train of thought on on where I was going, but uh, you can take a crap piece of metal and you you can actually uh, beat it into a shape and uh, mold it into a shape, and Mm -hmm. then you got to put it in the kiln, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, And then you got to pull it out correctly yeah uh because you can uh keep metal in a kiln too long so is that an easy process no no it's quite difficult for both ends but it can be a good knife at the end of it it is a good knife huh yeah. very interesting no I, I mean yeah yeah so what then the process and the journey that the lord takes us on there has to be some type of forging there has to be mm-hmm. some type of molding some type of sanctification, some type of uh, portion or trial that we go through that strengthens us, that prepares us, that ages us, matures us. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, you look at anything, God uh, God does that in er- almost everything. I almost mean, everything. I mean, think about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, well, it's just like this. It's like uh, if the if the metal was alive, Mm-hmm. It'd be like, why am I getting beat on? Yeah, all why the are time? you beating me? Yeah. I thought you loved me. Why did? Wh- why yeah. are you putting me in the fire? Yeah. What's up? I thought we were boys. I know, right? Be you like, know, but we do that with God, right? Yeah, we're because like, God. we don't understand. Yeah. yeah. Did I pray for patience? I stopped that a long time ago. Or what if we're in the middle of a? What if we're in the middle of a three or four part mission? Right. right? Be mm-hmm. like, God, you led me. You led me to the first part, and I completed that very well. Now I'm. Now you left me. Mm-hmm. Be like, no, no, it's not time to do the second part yet. Right. See what I'm saying? Yeah. Because we don't understand the process. There's so many things that has to happen in yep. a certain order mm-hmm. for us to go on to the second step or for, to the third step and mm-hmm. so forth and so forth. And I think it's interesting if we go back to Moses and the children of Israel wandering in the desert. Moses gets to the point, right? They're wandering 40 years. Mm-hmm. He gets to the point that he tells God, if your presence doesn't go with me, I don't want to go into the promised land that good place that you have promised to me, I don't want to go if you're not with me. So that tells me that his presence along the journey, regardless of their condition, their scenario or situation, was was superior to actually where they needed to go. So let me ask you this. So do you think the Israelites uh, would have left Egypt, if they'd known they would have wandered in the desert for 40 years? I would say majority of them would have stayed in Egypt. Yeah, no, actually. they're like, no. Yeah, no. They, if they knew what was coming, they would not have went. Exactly. But I think in them going, it was a, a well, I mean, it was three generations. Yeah. You know, when yeah. you think about that, I mean, dude, three generations had to pass before they could walk in and enter into the promised land. Mm-hmm. And to me, I'm like, there was things that had to die off from that level of captivity that they had. There was things that had to be removed from them. There was a process that had to go through there. And I know people sit there and look, and they'll be like, oh, well, he he delivered those ones out of Egypt, and then they end up dying in the wilderness. And it's like, well, there will be some that do that. Absolutely. But that wasn't God's perfect plan or will, right? They needed, he he, he wants all people to walk into that form of trans, of transformation, but to the degree of their willingness, right? Mm-hmm. Back to bla- uh, forging the blade. If we take a knife and we beat on it without heating it, we'll break it. It has to be a certain temperature to make it malleable for you to be able to apply the pressure to it. Exactly. If it has not received the proper amount of heat, then it cannot be properly formed. Mm-hmm. So if 
Yep. And and so if we're in the middle of a of say a storm, a crisis, whatever it looks like, and we ask God to deliver us from it, and He's like, you know what? Okay, that's on you. Then you've hindered your own growth. Yeah, I think the worst part is just giving up. Yeah, and and it's not even the finished product. Mm-hmm. Like you just give up in the middle of it. Well, I know so many believers that oh, say, man. "Hey, brother, oh. it don't require all that." Hey, man, it's not that serious. And I'm like, you don't take your faith serious? Mm-hmm. Then you ain't got faith. <laughs> you know, I've been in the wilderness <laughs> one time where I was yelling prayers. Yeah. Not being disrespectful, mm-hmm. but my voice was heightened. Mm-hmm. I'll be like, is this, is, this where, is, this how, is this how I'm to end? Right. Is this is where, is this, is, was this the spot? You know what I mean? Right. Because sometimes you do get frustrated uh, under pressure. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But if, and I, I think there are those times, you know, it's like the old saying, the mm-hmm. teacher's silent when the test is going on. Yeah. It's like, obviously, when there there is that portion in your process where you're going through storms and, and difficulties, mm-hmm. it doesn't seem like he's right there with you because the enemy's trying to get your focus and your mind and your thoughts off of him. Yeah. When it, you should be intentional in those moments. Right, yeah. and just like you said, you're like, hey, if it seems like it's too much, you need to you need to press in more in prayer. You need to spend that time with God and get even closer to Him because it will require supernatural strength that's above you. Mm-hmm. It is something because you know that's the that's the whole point of it, right? We're going to be called into things that we cannot do in and of ourselves, just like Ephesians two said there in verse ten. He, mm-hmm. These are good works, yes, that He has prepared beforehand. Nothing that easy. what. We should walk in them, mm-hmm. which tells me also we have a choice to either walk in those things or not walk in those things. Yeah, yeah. No, you're you're. you're I mean, think correct. if think if the early church fathers just stopped, they didn't do anything. They said, "Oh, resurrected Christ. All right, boys. Or he's sovereign. Yeah. Whatever happens will happen, and that's it." What if uh, what if uh, the early church fathers was like, uh, "I'll be preaching the gospel." And then the Saturians were like, "Well, we're going to murder you." And they'd be like, "Okay, we'll stop." Yeah, okay. It was, it was a good we're run. Done. It was yeah. a, it was a good three years. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. Like, uh, no, no. Oh, they stopped us. Yeah, yeah. But but then they're just like they it, read that one verse where it says, "Honor the authority." And oh they said, yeah. Oh, we got to stop. Yeah, got to stop. But that's, that's what we got to do, guys. Sorry, no more Great Commission. Yeah, but it's done. But look what they did in the in the in the face of adversity. Right, they're like, "We're going to preach it unto death." Yeah, we they well, did not love their when lives. When Peter got arrested, they told him, "Do not preach anymore in his name." Literally, the next verse after that, Peter leaves and starts proclaiming the name of Christ and preaching right in front of them. I'm yep. like, dude, you didn't even like you didn't even get through the gate yet, dude. <laughs> He's yeah. like, "Nope, I'm going to do this." Why? He denied him. Before he's not going to deny him again, or just like when Daniel was thrown into the lion's den, he didn't stop. He was like, "Come here, I'll yeah. pet this giant kitty." Yeah, you know what I mean. Like he's like, "Come <laughs> you here, you're he not was biting in there." Them. And yeah. he was doing like little had a hula hoop on fire and was having them jump through it and stuff. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't think it was like. I, that. Yeah, I no, no. So, no. But, but do I think he laid down? But a it was absolutely. It was yeah, comical. I just think. I what if you know under the threat of being thrown in a lion's cage, he was just like, "Yeah, you know what, I'll stop." No, yeah. no, he was like, no, it's it's still fine. Yeah, it's God's cool. God's with me. I got that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'd rather have God with me in the lines than than God not ha- being with me walking down the street. Yep, because you don't know. Yeah, you know Absolutely. what I mean. Absolutely. So, I, 
basically, I just wanted to uh, let people know to to understand that even if we don't see a thing, doesn't mean something is not being done behind the scenes. Right. There's there's always something that's happening, mm-hmm. whether we realize it or not. Yeah. But we're so quick to because we don't know and because we do. Because we do lean to our own understanding, where yeah. in the Bible it says, "Do not lean to your own understanding." And we're a microwave society. Oh, uh, did you bring that up like every we, five episodes? We want it like right now. <laughs> I mean, think yeah. if a farmer put seed in the ground, and every day he went out there and dug it up to look at it to see how it was growing. Mm. He would kill it. Yeah, he well, he yeah, he didn't respect the process you know what I mean? of growth. Yeah, yeah. So mm. we do the same thing with God. We're like, all right, God, I said my prayer yesterday. What's up? hey, you're a cosmic vending machine. I'm going to beat on this thing, and it's supposed to drop me a soda, you know? And uh, I think that when we get to that place where we're like, you know what, it, regardless, like, like Moses, right? Mm-hmm. Regardless of what situation I'm in, even if I'm wandering in the desert for 40 years, if your presence is with me, that's all I need. Like, you're there with me, that's fine. I could be right outside of the gates of hell. If his presence is with me, I'm fine. You know, mm-hmm. everything could be going on around you. I'm fine. And uh, I just want to put this out there for the people listening. If you do feel like you're in a spot and you're stuck and you feel like the, the pressure is, like, overwhelming, uh, honestly, ask God, what's your next steps? Yeah. Be like, what am I supposed to do next? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I Honestly, dude, I think that that, you know, it seems so simple and practical, mm-hmm. but I think that's the number one thing we miss. We're like, is it that easy? Yes. Yeah, it is. It really is. Mm-hmm. Like when you ask him, he gives you understanding. Why would you not want to seek an almighty eternal God that knows the beginning from the end and ask him for what's next? Well, I think uh during this during the uh during the tribulation we kind of get mad at him. Yep. We're like, Well, you're the one who put me in a spot, then you left me. Mm-hmm. No, no, I didn't leave you. Yeah. You just you you're just not seeing it how I see it, yeah. and that's okay. Well, and honestly, even that my, even that statement uh, puts you in a place of judgment over God. Well, yeah, but you know the, what I mean. Yeah, like you're at telling him, like you did this to me, like I get to judge you. That's crazy. That's crazy. You know what I mean? I've done it. I've done it before. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I'm 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 calling myself out on it too. You know, I've been there. I'm like, well, Lord, you. You called me here, and right now here, this is where I'm at. And then he's like, "Yeah, yeah, I know, I know exactly what I'm doing." Yeah, yep. it's like, "Oh, okay. you you don't know okay. what I'm doing, and that's okay." You yeah, have a three pound brain. Yeah, you a got a little, God. you got a little baby pea brain versus an almighty, <laughs> exactly. eternal, multi dimensional God. You know. Yeah, but I think you know God. That I think this is where grace and mercy comes in at because yeah, I have yelled prayers at God. Mm-hmm. Like, is this how my life's going to be? Like, I'm always dramatic when I'm when I'm really in the in the. In the suck, okay? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, well, this is this is it. This is how it is to end. And God's like, don't be so dramatic. Yeah. He doesn't tell me that at the time. He yeah. just lets me throw him a little temper tantrum, and he's like, you good now? You feel better? Good. You yeah. Good. He's like, uh, let me scoop you up in my, little, in, my, in my big giant arms and baby burp you. You know what <laughs> I mean? Baby burp you. <laughs> he's like, all right, now, Josh, I need you to go deliver this message. And you're like, oh, God still speaks to me. <laughs> Don't hey don't don't make fun. That, I, I always cry. When I, I always that's yeah. Real. I always do yeah. that. I'm like God still speaks to and me. I, I don't even do care how miraculous yeah. it is. Yeah. Never get complacent in that. Yeah. Because it's, I still I I'm still amazed he talks to me. Yeah. To be honest, because sometimes I don't feel the greatest. Yeah. You know I don't feel like I'm super Christian every day. Yeah. I mean I miss it sometimes. Because you're throwing up them gang signs. 
what? <laughs> that's so random. You're rolling the air dice. Oh, that's right. <laughs> While you're driving the car. Oh, yeah. 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 Referencing an earlier podcast. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> You'll just have to listen to all of them to catch the reference. Oh. Well, See what I did there? Yeah, you plugged yourself in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, yeah, that's that. That's a thing. I'm just glad, uh, you know, that God allows me to throw a little temper tantrums and then Shows me the way yeah. to to go to get. Well, he's out of not going to leave you there. Yeah, you know, even like, though at the nah, time it feels it's like okay. It. But yeah. then at the end of it, how much more thankful are you to be on the other side of that after you get through it? And then doesn't that increase your faith in God? Mm-hmm. And then you know the next time you go through something that's either similar or less than that, you're going to handle that with no problem. Or how about this? Or how about when you see someone else mm-hmm. go through a similar situation? And, yeah, and because you're uh, now a veteran, mm-hmm. not not you being in the military, but just right. in general yeah. terms, mm-hmm. um, veteran believer. Now you can now you can be like, oh man, let me tell you, yeah, this is the, I, I know what you're going through right now. Yep, this is not the end. Right, do you know what I mean? This yeah. is not how your life's going to be for the rest of your days. Yeah, You've even got though this. at the, at the yeah, yeah press like, in, you've got it exactly. And yep. I think that's I think that's why we go through what we go through is. Well, is to complete a mission and yeah. to develop a testimony to help others behind us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that way you're not stabbing and killing the wounded. You're actually lifting them up, you know. Yeah. Pulling them up and saying, hey, let's go. We got this. Let's, we're in this together. Mm-hmm. That's being the body of Christ. That, and, you know? and that's what you're supposed to be, yeah. right? You're supposed, to, you're supposed to multiply believers, mm-hmm. and that's how you do that. You, build, you help people build up uh, their faith and their understanding on on how things work mm-hmm. because listen if you're a christian and nothing has ever went against, went against you yeah. all the time you've been a christian right. i would say you were ineffective christian right you're yeah. a christian in name only yeah there has to be trials persecutions there has to be adversities there has to be something that challenges you for maturity and growth yeah yeah it has to something has to happen yeah well, we pray that this episode has encouraged you it has uplifted you We are very glad to be able to talk about the process. If you guys have any comments, suggestions, or thoughts on that, more than welcome to hear your thoughts and collect those. You can always email us at Mm -hmm. info at calebperkinsministries.com. What do you think, Josh? Um, Also just want to say this. Thank you for all the all the listeners out there that listened to us in 23, and we thank you f- for still listening to us in 24. Well, no, we're in 22. You're already a year ahead. Oh! 22 to 23. Wow. Yeah. And my wife is in the studio and just allowed me to do that. Okay. <laughs> um, so let me do this again. So everybody that was listening to us in, in 2022, we thank there you. you. Yeah. And everybody that's listening to us in to- 2023, we thank you, too. We thank you for, for, for sharing and coming into the new year with us. Always a pleasure. Thank you so much for joining in today's episode. If you would like to learn more about Caleb Perkins Ministries, please go to www.calebperkinsministries.com.